just honored that you would share this time with me and with all of us. So thank you. Thank you for being here. First thing I want to do is just have you guys take a nice deep breath and maybe close your eyes for a minute. Relax your body. Breathe deep. And just feel the space all around you. There's a bubble of energy all around you. If you check out the blue, my little stick body, we're gonna focus on, if you imagine this gorgeous orb of light or ball of light all around you, as you breathe, just see if you can connect in with the most magnificent piece of tech that you will ever own. And Apple did not make it. <laughs> you have extraordinary, elegant, sophisticated energy at your fingertips and at your beck and call like a genie in a bottle, ready to respond to you and do what you want it to do. But the first thing I want you to do is just, just feel that. Feel how far out you can feel your energy extend from where your physical self stops. If you breathe into that for a minute and just imagine that you have this gorgeous swirl of color and shape and sound and frequency and it's holographic and it's doing all kinds of different things, all kinds of different colors. Just use your imagination for a minute to see what is your energy field like? Hi, Karen, come on in. Steve, also, I'm gonna ask my sweet husband, would you time this? Because I do not want it to go over because we have such another amazing guest speaker. So would you give me 20 minutes? Because <laughs> if he keeps me, that, this Pisces can talk forever. So <laughs> what did you say when we got in the car? He said, so that means I'm talking 10 and you're talking 30, right? Because I was like, we're both speaking for 20 minutes. So now I want you to do a little something different than what we did before. Close your eyes again, relax, feel your heart. And I don't just mean your physical heart or your heart chakra, but you might even want to connect in with it with fingertips or a hand. The whole heart area, I just want you to feel that area for a second and breathe. And as you breathe in and connect to your heart space and focus on something that you dearly love, whether that's a person or God, or your country, or whatever it is that you can just really summon that love energy. Now I want you to use your imagination and imagine this other kind of energy field that extends out from your chest area in this gorgeous, beautiful energy that emits and it touches everybody, especially the people all around you. Now, when you think about it, you have this gorgeous heart energy, especially when you're focused on something that you love and it's emitting from you. And then you have that beautiful protective bubble around you that transmutes frequencies. It does a lot more than protect you. It harmonizes, regulates your energy, shape shifts to what can help the situation when you know how to use it. Feel the other people and their beautiful energy that's radiating off them, that's transmitting off them. Who can you touch right now? 
How far can you feel your love spread out in the room? And who else can you feel touching you? Because we are regulating nervous systems. We are tuning into each other and communicating in a whole lot more ways than just speaking or listening. And what does that feel like when you just take a second to tune, tuning to this group, tuning into yourself? So I'm no stranger to the six feet rule (laughs) because I take my distance before I meet someone out in public anyway. That's nothing new for me. However, if I want to merge with someone's energetic field and if I want to harmonize with them, I definitely want to be within that six feet so that our energetic fields are intertwining, we are touching, we are communicating if we are within that six feet of each other. In my little funny little drawing here, typically the the blue little ball around your energy field, that's a typical span of about three to four feet from you for a healthy person, typically, but not always. And especially these days, our energy fields are rapidly changing and transforming. So anything that you read in textbooks that have been written before now probably doesn't apply anymore because as I work with people and their energetic fields, I see these rapid shifts and changes all the time. And if you do energy healing work, you're being taught constantly because our energy fields are changing as Mother Earth's energy field changes. So this one coming off the heart center, which is more of a toroidal energy field, that one is usually at least six feet, but it can be a whole lot more than that. So if I'm in line at a store or at the bank or something like that, I'm coming in softly because I know that I'm going to be touching that person way before we physically shake hands or elbow bump or whatever is happening these days as far as meeting someone. And I want to know, well, do I want to share energy with this person based on what they've been through, what their emotional state of being is. But back to this tech that you have you can smooth out your emotional body. We are like these Russian dolls. If you've ever seen one, that's like layer upon layer upon layer. You have a whole level of your energy field for your emotions and you can totally smooth that out and harmonize it. You have an energy field that's affecting every part of your physical body. That's all of your thought forms and belief systems. They live as energy and frequency. This is so fascinating to me, and I could talk to you about it all day because it's what I do. I work with energy and healing, and I've been fascinated with all different kinds of modalities of that for 26 years. So um, why do I bring that up right now? Because you have this extraordinary ability to tune yourself to the frequency that you want to be on and create the kind of life that you want no matter what other people's energy and what their frequencies are like. And since we are vibrational beings, when we know how to tune 
to the frequency that we want to be on, life gets really interesting and it gets a lot more fun and a lot more harmonious when you know how to be the healing element, how to, how to come into a situation and create a healing situation instead of a reactive situation. You know how to harmonize to whatever energy you might be around. So being six feet apart, hmm, where does that come from? Because we're not able to, to feel each other and communicate on that level. And what do we need in order to do energy work? What, what do you absolutely have to have? You don't have to have a certification in any kind of modality. It's yours. Your energy field is your God-given birthright. It can do so many things for you to make your life better. But what do you have to have? First of all, you have to have your breath. So, hmm, six feet apart, can't communicate, can't harmonize that well, can't beef up and strengthen our energy field if we're blocking our spirit and physical gateway, which is our breath. So every time I do an energy healing exercise, the first thing I say is connect in with your breath because it's everything. It's going to get you there. If you're like, I don't really know how to tune into my intuition or what is my energetic field doing? Start with breathing. If you start with deep breathing, you can quiet down. You can ground to the earth and recharge your battery. You can open up to source and have all that heavenly celestial help. It's all in the breath. So that was one thing that I wanted to, to really emphasize today is with all the current situation, keep your power in your breath. And if you are starting to practice with like, well, what does this, what does this holographic, colorful shapes, patterns, movements, what, this thing that is me, that is of me and part of my anatomy, what is it doing? Best way to find out, start breathing and tune into it because you will find the more that you use your breath and second one, imagination. You were given your imagination as a God-given healing tool. People think that it's frivolous or just daydreaming or whatever, but when people tune into what are my chakras like or what is my energy like, hmm, I, I just sense that I feel prickly today or smooth or it's really choppy and, and turbulent, like, like choppy water. Okay, I'm going to work on my emotions a little bit and now it feels like a smooth, clear pond. Or maybe I can just take this energy all around me and smooth it out like a satin dress. When you start tuning into your imagination, which is a healing tool, when you start doing that, you become more intuitive and able to tune yourself, number one, and then create a healing response in any environment that you might find yourself in. Because the people that I'm talking to here, you guys came here to help. You came here to serve. This is not the kind of people who go along and just react in fear. And that's what I love to do. So I just made this little drawing of like two out of many, many, many different parts of your energetic field. And we'll get into that, but I wanted to have sovereignty and infinite love and transmutation of energy. That's a really exciting topic for me. Transmuting energy is very, very different than clearing. It's a whole different level. It's more advanced. 
to where whatever is in the collective, whatever you're having to experience when you're interacting with people in this world, if it's fear, if it's anxiety, if it's anger, if it's division and separateness, you have the ability and the power to transmute that into something more effective, greater. So you can think about it. When you have anger that you're dealing with, anger is a normal, physical part of being a human being emotion. We don't want to get rid of it. What could you do with that anger to turn it into personal power? How can you transmute it? When people are afraid and that fear lives in our bodies, we can feel emotions and where they lodge themselves in the physical tissue. Instead of the concept of like, I need to get that fear out of me, what about I could transmute that fear into intuition? It's yours. It's your energy, and all your emotions are is energy, and they want to serve you. They love you, and they want to serve you. They may just need to be taught and elevated. As you work as sovereign over this kingdom, as you work as a sovereign over your own kingdom and say, we're going to work together, and I'm going to teach you how to serve me better. And that fear or that anger, wherever that may happen to live in our physical body, will love that. Because all it wants to do is help us. That's all any emotions want to do. But what do we see in our world today? We see most people walking around with these amazing, gorgeous, elegant, sophisticated tech, and they don't even know it. <laughs> they don't even know they have it. And they certainly don't know that your energy field will do what you tell it to do. That's the most exciting part of this whole thing. It will respond to you, and so will your physical body. So I asked Paul to bring in this chart, and I hope you guys get to come up and take a look at it. Uh, I asked him to bring it back, and thank you for bringing it back. And for my friends who were not here to, to hear any of Paul's lectures, I sincerely hope you get with him and learn from him because he just has, he has so much wisdom to share. But on one side, we have a lot of what's been going on in history and this just breaks it down and explains it in a very detailed way. And over here we have our God-given abilities to be sovereign and be the creators of our experience and not be oppressed in darkness. And what really got me interested in all this stuff is I was raised one of Jehovah's Witnesses. I don't know if any of you are familiar with that, but I'm going to tell you what I have found that I really appreciate about it that has to do with, the, with this side of things. But from the time I can remember, I could see auras, I could see color around people and plants and animals. And that was my way of interacting with the world until I turned about nine. And at that point, the religious conditioning that I was brought up in, um, it was very fear-based and it just wasn't for me. And I was weird, you know, in that culture, I was not the norm. And I was told I had a very rebellious spirit because I asked a lot of questions. But there are things now that I put together in pieces of a puzzle as we expand our consciousness. Things now really make a lot of sense to me as to why I was born into a conspiracy theory family. You can definitely say conspiracy theory is nothing new for, for me. Some of the rules that we had um, growing up, the biggest no-no, the, the one that caused me to have a near-death experience and changed my whole life was you must not take blood. 
The interesting thing now, in retrospect, the rule was you must not eat blood. So that was one of the big ones. I remember my dad coming home when I was a kid and getting every Johnson & Johnson product out of the house. And they, they had made the announcement in the Jehovah's Witness religion, Johnson & Johnson is a satanic company, don't buy anything from them anymore. And at that point I was like, they are so weird. Oh, I hate being so different because we grew up so different. I'm not telling you guys anything you don't know about standing out and being true to yourself and being different. I was raised that way. I've never saluted the flag in my life. We were not patriots. We were the opposite of patriot. Being patriotic was looked down upon in that society because what I was taught from the time I, I can remember is there will come a time in your life that you will not be able to give allegiance to your country because it will conflict with your spiritual values. That's the way I was raised. The funny thing about the Johnson & Johnson, I just remembered that the other day with the new vaccine coming out and we, you know, we're going to trust the company that puts arsenic in baby powder. Yeah, can't wait. I know, I know they got our best interest at heart on the vaccine. <laughs> but that's this side of things of like um, oppression and slavery and manipulation and control. Then on this side of things, you have, wow, we are our own infinite, eternal source of divine intelligence when we tap into that. And all this over here is, is a scam. It's, it's, a, it's a trick to make people forget that we're it, we're everything. Being a human being is just such an extraordinary blessing. We are compressed versions of the whole universe. But with that knowing comes the fact that we're this and we're this. We're all of it. There's so much grace in that. There's so much grace for ourselves when we have an inner struggle about who do we want to be when we show up? We want to be reptilian that day and be all about grasping and things and, and fear and am I going to be okay? Or are we going to be sovereign? We have that choice every day and so does everybody else. So what really woke me up in my life was I was faced with that one situation that no Jehovah's Witness ever wants to be faced with. I had a very traumatic miscarriage and I needed blood to survive. Well, by this point in my life, I was seeing the hmm, things that didn't add up about the patriarchal control fear stuff in this particular religious organization that I was raised in. I wasn't really aligned with all of it, uh, but I was afraid. And I was definitely afraid to break that rule. So in those moments, um, I chose death. And I did not choose to not have a blood transfusion because of my faith. I chose it because of fear. And that was my biggest wake-up call, that it was easier to die in that moment than it was to live sovereign. But what happened then is the greatest gift of my entire life. I had a near-death experience that just blew all the fear away from me. And I saw the other side. I saw my purpose for being here. I saw infinite dimensions of possibilities of how we can live and what we can learn and how we can experience and that we're never going to get it done 
so it's okay, you know, whatever is okay. And I didn't die. I came back to, how am I doing on time, babe? Okay. Oh, good. Are you going to be proud of me? I came back into my body after receiving the greatest gift I have, I have had in this lifetime. And the Jehovah's Witness family that I was in said, you were faithful. You did it. You stood true and you, you steadfast and you made it. I was like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. And they were like so confused. But what I saw was so assuring and confirming of we are eternal. We are amazing. And that's what I hope this group can continue to mirror for each other and reflect back to each other that um, when you just take a moment to tell your energetic field that you want to be the brightest light in that room. If you have to walk in where people are afraid or they're angry and divided, you can be the harmony. You can bring whatever frequency into a space and tune that space to love, to Christ consciousness, to whatever, to whatever you want to create. And who I'm going to introduce now to you is um, one of my best teachers. 